You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's get you fully lined up for the Titans and the Patriots tomorrow. Pleased to be joined by Floyd Reese, the former Titans GM. You can catch him on the radio in the state of Tennessee. It's 102.5 ESPN Radio Nashville. Floyd, thanks for taking the time. How are you? My pleasure. How are you guys? That's, we are doing uh, well. You played something there that Cordell hasn't even done. I don't think Cordell has completed a touchdown pass to himself. You're right. He's not made that kind of history. So let's see if the Titans can keep it going. We know, understandably, the Patriots are major favorites at home. If the Titans are going to pull off another upset tomorrow, what needs to happen other than Tom Brady throwing four interceptions? Yeah, that would certainly be a great start. We're going to have to go out and run the ball. We know that. I think they'll let us run the ball a little bit. Uh, what they do such a great job of is once you get down inside the 20, the red zone, they just cut you off. So if and if we're lucky enough to get down there, we're going to have to find a way to score touchdowns, um, you know, rather than field goals. And, you know, by doing that, hopefully we'll keep the ball away from Tom a little bit and he'll go out there and maybe, you know, throw us one or somebody will fumble one or something good will happen and it'll give you a break and, and give you a prayer. Lloyd, just going back to 2004, um, when having an opportunity to see the late Steve McNair and Eddie George play the way they did, uh, give me your take with Derrick Henry, who's another big back, and a Marcus Mariota, who's a big quarterback, has an arm, but not as elusive and, and good throwing the football as Steve McNair. Give me your take on what they need to do on offense to be able to control this game a little bit better than it may seem from the outside looking and knowing what they do on offense in New England. You know, what we have seen in the last couple of games, which have really been marked difference from the, the two before that, you know, we lost to Arizona and San Francisco back-to-back and then turn around and, and beat a couple of pretty good teams, um, you know, in Jacksonville and Kansas City. The biggest difference in those games was Marcus winning with the football. And you know better than anyone that um, that – the ability to do that, it doesn't necessarily mean you're running for touchdowns, but you are running enough to be a pain in the butt. You know, I mean, the, the defense doesn't like it. The pass rushers don't like it. The, defense, the defensive coordinators don't like it. Uh, and it allows you to get first downs and just kind of keep the thing moving. Uh, that's, what, that's what Marcus has been able to do. Now, the young running back, Derek, I mean, he's, he, he came down, turned in the performance of his career so far last week. Uh, he's a big, strong back and and looked a little bit more like Eddie George. It was funny because early, he kept, you know how uh, DeMarco will kind of run upright? Well, mm-hmm. Derek, I mean, um, Derek was starting to do that. Well, last week, he turned in to Eddie George, and he had the body room and and, you know, we're hitting the small creases and gaining yards. So hopefully that's what we'll see from now on. Floyd Reese is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Floyd, Mike Malarkey got the good news over the weekend. He's coming back next season as head coach. But do you anticipate some changes could be made in the offseason, either to the offensive coaching staff or to the approach on that side of the football? You know, I, I don't know. That'll, that'll surely be up to Mike. Now, I'll say this one thing about Mike. He does not hesitate to make a change if indeed he feels like a change needs to be made. Uh, in the last two years, he, he may have fired two of his best friends uh, in the coaching profession. You know, Bobby April was one who had been with him in Buffalo. 
uh, was a special teams coordinator and, and Mike just didn't like the way it was going, so he made the move. So he's not afraid to do it if, in fact, he senses that it needs to be done. I don't know what they're thinking right now. I personally believe that that a combination of, of bad start, injuries, uh, you know, rookie receivers not being prepared for the regular season, and really just not great performance out of our offensive line for much of the early year, early season, was, was at least a part, if not a majority, of the problem. Well, when you look at this this offense, it has a tendency to look a little flat and bland at times. You know, like there's no flair, uh, sometimes no excitement, just basic old, you know, North Pole type football. We're just going to run it. We're just going to grind it. And this is the way it's going to be all the way to the bitter end because we see what Derrick Henry does in the fourth quarter. As this as this season moves forward, and hopefully this team gets an opportunity to get further into the postseason, what do you see them having to do next season to make this offense to be a little bit more, let's just say, uh, uh, exciting, uh, to say the least? You know, what the, the problem was the, the quarterback and the receivers were not coordinated. They were not well-timed, well-groomed. Uh, they just... Uh, you know, young rookie fifth round guy, fifth choice, um, was hurt, missed all of eight APAs, missed them all, missed all the off season camps, missed all of camp, got into season, played like a week or so, got hurt again. Uh, so he really didn't get on the field till, you know, I don't know, maybe week nine, ten, eleven in there. Well, consequently, by the time he gets on the field, as you well know, I mean, they're just not timed up. It's not tuned in. I think that has kind of affected everything. You know, Marcus got to the point where he was a little bit left and he wanted to he wanted to see the break. He wanted to see him open before he would throw it. Well as you well know by that time it's too late. And uh, and because he wasn't just you know positive where these guys were gonna go and when they were going to make their breaks, all the timing was just shot. So I think that affected everything. You know, I think what they really need is a good offseason with an established group of receivers that just work every single day. And as you know, go through the fine details, you know, fine-tune everything so that, uh, you know, when you enter camp next year, it's not learning. It's not waiting for somebody. It's not slowing down the progress of everybody else because of one or two guys. We're focusing on the Titans as they get set to take on the Patriots tomorrow with Floyd Reese, former Tennessee GM. Floyd, is it just an intriguing stat that the Titans have a negative point differential? They've been outscored this year, or does this team have some real issues on defense? You know, strangely enough, the defense has really played well. Uh, They've had two bad games. They played poorly against Pittsburgh, and they played poorly in the first Eastern game. Uh, But the two games I told you that, that we had lost, against Arizona and San Francisco, we lost two games. They gave up one touchdown in both for a total. So, you know, they have not given up a lot of points. Um, they, they really have been considering the, the newly put-together secondary with a rookie and with Logan Ryan, who is a veteran player, but certainly not with this team. Um, you know, then you bring in a Cyprian at the other safety, and and they're just a lot of new faces in there, but they've kind of 
you know, worked and worked and got themselves to the point where they could go out and perform uh, on a decent basis. So, I, I mean, I really, for the most part of the season, have been uh, fairly pleased with what the defense has done with, with less than, you know, maybe ideal personnel across the board. Lloyd, no one's talking about special teams and, and talking about a Dory Jackson and how impactful that part of the game can be uh, when it comes down to maybe this this offense struggling, maybe in this defense struggling. Can he be be an impactful player when it comes down to this postseason game? Because no one's really talking about it right now. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any doubt. Uh, statistically, if you look at our special teams, they're, they're really pretty good. Um, and, and New England's are pretty good. Our, our punter and our kicker really are solid. Adore will kind of take your breath away when he gets the ball. You know, it's one of those you just, <laughs> what's going to happen kind of thing. And uh, and he is he is truly gifted. Uh, broke a couple early in the season, had them both called back. And really, you know, other than that, it's maybe been a 40-yard return, a 45-yard return here. Not that you know, that game winner that we're going to need, but he certainly is capable. Uh, and I think people realize that. Consequently, people are, you know, it's they're, they're okay with going ahead and putting it out of bounds. Floyd Reese is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Floyd, in addition to your great run in Tennessee, you have a direct connection to the Patriots, spending three years as a senior football advisor. What did you take away from your time working in New England, and what do you make of these reports of major friction within the franchise? You know, it was funny because Bill Belichick and I started our coaching careers together in, with the Detroit Lions in, like, 1975-76. I was a strength coach, and he was a quality control coach. Uh, and we've known each other and, you know, been friends for whatever that is, 40 years. Um, and and I, uh, it, it's not by accident all that's happened to New England, all their good fortune. I mean, they they have put together a program second to none, and I really find very little that I can believe in in all these reports that I hear, simply because their number one focus in literally everything they do, everything, is what is best for the franchise. Uh, and I think because of that, when you when Bill makes a coaching decision, whether it's coaching or signing. Or whatever the case may be, he always has a question. Robert Kraft is the owner, and Tom Brady is the same way. So all those guys are, are basically the same, think the same, act the same. Now, does that mean, you know, that they don't argue? I mean, for for those of us that are married, we know that there's a different story there. Uh, but is it something that they don't, they can't sit down and get solved? I'm sure they do. Marcus Mariota has been known to be really quiet and to himself, um, but yet he plays like he's a, a guy with a big, big voice. What truly makes him tick from what you've seen, uh, whether it be via the, the media uh, and you guys talking to him or just seeing him at practice? You know, he is one of those guys, Cordell, that never says the wrong thing. You know, he's been well-schooled. Uh, he understands his position. He understands his responsibility. Is very good at at all of that. That being said, I'm not sure that it wouldn't do everybody a little bit of good if he were to be a little bit more boisterous. And I think we saw that last two weeks. 
you saw a little bit more of of him going up and down the benches and, you know, congratulating guys or, or skipping guys up or whatever there may be. So I think that's important for him to do, and I think he's getting better at all that. Floyd, last one for me. You have a great relationship with Jeff Fisher. You worked together for many years. Sounds like he wants back in. He wants to coach again. Do you think he'll get a head coaching opportunity again at some point? You know, that's a good question. I, I mean, I agree with you. I, I think he wants uh, another opportunity. And, you know, it looks like when it's all said and done, there's going to be enough jobs out there that he'll have an opportunity. And, uh, and I'm sure there's probably a place out there that he would fit. So I, I wouldn't be surprised at all either way. Floyd, we appreciate the information. Thanks for joining us today on the NFL on TuneIn. Thank you, guys. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.